0: on fm on dab and up to date on social media
1: we are radio newark, radio newark. <laughs> texas and black Eyed boy you're listening to the girls around town here on sunday morning with me tina bettison with jim Rollins, with Rosalind palmer and with our guest today liz taylor welcome liz um rosalyn i was going to hand over to you Thank you. Yeah, well, welcome, Liz. It's really
0: great to see you here. And um, I hope you heard what we were saying about you earlier.
2: Well, I did wonder whether I could get my head through the door, but thank you very (laughs) much for having me. I'm uh, really looking forward to this.
0: Great. And I'm delighted to have you here because, um, as I said before, um, you've definitely been one of those people who, although I was already into yoga, just made it so much more fun, so much more accessible for me. And I, I see that you do that with people, and I really get that your own journey in finding yoga came from you know an interesting background because I think you were a nurse is that right on an orthopaedic ward? I
2: was a nurse yes uh, when I first left school I I, I trained to be a nurse I've always had a passion for the human body and and movement and um, I ended up working on an orthopaedic ward, male orthopaedic ward and a lot of fun, Um, hard work, very hard work Um, and then that that love of the human body continued from then, it just carried on and um, even when I left nursing, um, it was always something that I did enjoy learning about and being very interested in. But you weren't, again from, from
0: what I know about you Liz, you weren't into yoga at that time were you? It came in a you had to have a bit of a kind of a crisis both in your, your body and your life to yeah. come to it. Yeah,
2: I mean, I mean, I'd, I'd, uh, used to do a lot of horse riding, competing, and I'd uh, had a back issue from nursing and that and uh, lifting heavy things, anything that comes with looking after horses. And I found that um, I'd got this back pain and somebody suggested yoga. And, and I'm, I'm going back 20-odd years that I first practised yoga, but to be fair... I didn't take it seriously I'd practice once a week and oh yes it helped a little bit and that was it and and it I did that for years and years until as you say Ros that I did have a bit of a crisis and what prompted that well in 2008 we hit the recession and we had a major upheaval within our lives my my husband and I had had our own business we lost that in recession consequently it meant that we had to move had to leave the house and got quite a young family at the time and it was the stress having no money coming in and um obviously having to provide for them and and it it just exacerbated into um, chronic back pain that it just lasted for months and months and months and and I remember um, reading on your website that
0: it got so bad I think the thing that really s- stuck out for me was that you said that stacking the dishwasher whilst on your hands and knees was a daily norm yeah. which is crazy isn't it
2: it was and it was and and I mean um, I did go and see a chiropractor who was treating me, but this back pain just did not go. And um, she said to me in the end, she says, Liz, have you ever thought it's actually uh, related emotionally? And I, I, you know, I thought don't be silly it can't be because you think pain physical you don't think of pain being related to anything emotional and um and as you say ros yes I, I did spend about five months actually that I, all i could do to load the dishwasher and and the washing machine was be on my hands and knees i couldn't bend down at all and um i wasn't sleeping and then i realized that um i had to do something and she said well why don't you go back to yoga and take it more seriously which is what i did so you actually went back to yoga and took it so seriously that then you decided to train.
0: Tell me about that that kind of transition because that's quite a big step. Isn't it was it? it's a
2: huge step because for me I'm basically I'm quite a shy person and I would never have thought I would ever stand in front of people and and teach uh, yoga. Um, so yes, it was a huge transition. It was never the, anything I considered um but what happened was i thought right okay well i'm going to yoga once a week now i need to apply myself a little bit more i was a member of the local gym that we'd managed to maintain and i thought right i'm just going to go to the classes there and i think it was about four times a week i practiced yoga and interestingly as i started to practice yoga uh the back pain eased off very very quickly probably within a month it was virtually gone and then a few months later, I realised that my mental state improved dramatically. And for me then, that was when I thought, well, if I can go through this and come out the other side, then I can actually then, I would love to be able to pass this on to somebody else and help other people. Because I know it's a very common thing, This stress, And I mean, looking back, I was very depressed because it was a struggle for me to get out of bed in the morning and to actually then go on and um decide to to teach yoga because i felt so good about myself and interestingly what i did find was when i did stop practicing yoga all these feelings came back wow so that's when i then decided right liz you need to take this more seriously and then i thought you know what i would love to teach and that's when it started and how do you go about i mean i'm I'm not saying that everybody listening is
0: going to go off and train as a yoga teacher but i'm just interested because i always have this vague notion that everybody goes off to india for a while and and then they come back and they're a yoga teacher i don't quite know what happens in between is that what happens yeah
2: well yes you can certainly do that there's people that do do that and become on and come back to be very successful yoga teachers i myself wanted something a little bit more substantial I was working at the time, and I needed something because we need uh, we obviously had to maintain the income coming in. So I needed something that I could do alongside what I was where I was working. I talked to friends, and um, some of them had, had looked into teaching yoga, and they decided um, they suggested I go with the British Wheel of Yoga, right? Which is an accredited um, body that works with the Sports Council, and I thought, well, for me, I'd wanted some proper backing that's the way I wanted to work so I did what we called a foundation course for a year just to see if this really was what I would like to do and then I went on and um, started a course so that I started that training teacher training in 2010. Why and when did you qualify then? 2012 it was a three-year course but I could as soon as I started the teacher training uh, I was able to teach so I think I'm probably been teaching nearly eight years now. So I just want
0: to ask you, and I think then we could probably, you know, have a break because we could probably segue more into about yoga itself and all the great benefits. But you're also a woman here who's retrained at a certain time in her life and effectively gone self-employed and set your own business up. So how did you then, as this newly qualified yoga teacher, start establishing, you know, your classes, your network? What happened there?
2: Um... Well, to be fair, there was a lot of fear involved, (laughs) Um, and it was a case of facing the fear. I had a very good friend who was a yoga teacher, and um, she actually gave me classes to cover when she wasn't there, and that was a great way to build confidence up. And she's been absolutely fantastic over the years. And I think, to be honest, I wouldn't have gone on to do the things I had if she hadn't have been there to, to guide me. So I think if anybody's looking to do something new, that it's always nice to have somebody you can discuss it with and who will point you in the right direction. Um, so I've never felt that I was completely alone. And it was just a case of getting out there. So I started covering classes, and that's when it all started. And then people would say, "Oh, can you do a regular class here? Can you do a regular class?" And I started doing that, and inherited some private classes, and uh, I've just built it from there. So I love that
0: in a way. So that's really about being mentored by another woman mm, as well. Absolutely. Was that Deborah? All it was right, Deborah. Yeah, who <laughs> I, mean, yeah.
1: I also used to go to classes yeah, with as well. Yeah, she's absolutely amazing. Yeah. Oh, we'll, we'll give friend. a shout
0: out to Deborah. So yeah. she's she's wonderful.
1: <laughs> and strangely enough, um, Deborah Osborne. I did her. I do her. Well, I've, I haven't done for some while, but I have been doing her classes for oh, years wow. too. and <laughs> As we were sitting here, and I was looking at Liz, and I'm thinking, oh, I mean, I know Liz. From somewhere. <laughs> I so there I you I go. You, yeah. <laughs> and now I know it's because you have stood in for Deb's classes, yeah. have you not? Uh, yeah, absolutely <laughs> marvelous. See, it all works.
0: So when I um, was a member of a, a gym and I'd look at all the classes, there'd be all sorts of different classes. So I suppose somebody maybe looking at a class called yoga would think, well, why yoga? What's in it for me?
2: Yeah, and I think I think the thing yoga is a big thing in the news at the moment. Um, more and more people are picking up yoga, no matter what age they are. But I think the beauty of yoga is that it's accessible to anybody. Um, you don't need loads of equipment. You can practice yoga anywhere, and it doesn't matter what your ability is. There's always some way to access the practice. Um, I, I caught what you mentioned earlier, Roz, about how some people can be intimidated by going into a class, and especially, you know, um, they think they've got to be super bendy and super flexible, but that's not necessarily the case. And it's also a great way to meet people, um, and it's it's one. I uh, The yoga really is about learning about your body and your mind, and and it's a great way to learn your strengths and your weaknesses as well as build strength and flexibility and um, also as I've mentioned as I did sort of covers lightly is that that it does help your mental state and and you feel stronger mentally I do feel that that is a great um, benefit of yoga so I think basically anybody should give it a go because uh, I mean obviously it's a passion of mine but um, I do believe that it is accessible to anyone. Yeah and
0: it's so much more than just being able to bend down and touch your toes. Absolutely
2: and and I think that's it. I mean people don't realise, most people think oh if I go to a class can I get a bit of a stretch? I've been asked that question many a time and and people don't realise that there's the breath involved, there's physical aspect and it can seem overwhelming but if you've got a teacher that you can relate to, they will guide you on that journey, and that's very much been my experience of you, which oh, is why we're
0: talking today. Um, as I say, you know, you don't have to be there wearing your Lululemon, you know, most no, exciting outfit, and almost that point of I'm not I'm not supple, so I can't even go in the first place because yeah. I know you have a lot of
1: men in your class. Yeah excellent Well, we'll be looking forward to talking more um with liz very shortly um and finding out a little bit more about what about maybe the house the house of of yoga um and maybe perhaps we'll even do a bit of breathing on air that would be interesting wouldn't it, it always, helps. <laughs> always helps Yes, <laughs> yes we can now breathe as the next record comes along <laughs>
0: Welcome back. So you're listening to Girls Around Town and in the studio we have Jean Rowlands, Tina Bettison, my guest Liz Taylor and I'm Roslyn Palmer. So we're going to go back to Liz um, who we've been chatting to um, while that nice record has been playing and you were really leading into what are the benefits of yoga and I was saying that particularly what I love about your classes and your approach is that although I've done lots of yoga, it can seem a bit weird. You know, people say, oh, it's a kundalini yoga class or an asana yoga class, and you're thinking, well, I don't really know what that is. Whereas you will talk about yoga for back pain or yoga to de-stress. So tell me about your approach and the benefits of yoga.
2: Well, I don't like to be tied down to any particular style of teaching. I like to go with the flow, really, depending on who I've got in the room or... If I'm working with anybody specifically, but yes, I I think because I've gone through issues with back pain, I'm not super flexy, flexible, and super bendy, and I'm just an average person. You know, I just think that I can relate to people, and I know where they're coming from, and I think that just comes over in my teaching. I mean, I I like to make the classes a bit of fun. We 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 when I'm not very straight-laced, really. We always there's always a bit of humour involved, as you know, Ross. <laughs> but it, it's just. It's the way I like to teach and, and um, I do like to plan my classes if I am, say, working with a certain area. Like recently I did a workshop with hips and, and uh, mobility in the hips. It was, I like to tie everything in so that it makes sense to me and hopefully it makes sense to other people. So I think that does come across in my teaching, really. Yeah, I, in fact, I attended
0: that workshop. So, And it probably was one of the reasons that when I first started coming to your classes, I I really loved it because... Although I've done yoga for 20 odd years, I am not super bendy. Um, you know, I, I, I'm not one of these people who can just lean forwards and then put the flap of their hands on the floor, you know. And you turn around and often, and this is no offence to yoga teachers, often you'll look at them and they're just making it all look so effortless. Yeah. And you start to feel like a little bit, of a failure um and you've never made me feel like that no, or anybody you. And you've made it very accessible and again you really do understand the benefits particularly let's say the benefits to women what would they be Liz
2: well I think for women I think um a the beauty of a class is that you can take that time out from your daily life and and I mean, I have been, I think that's my strength, is that I can give people that ability for that hour's class, that they leave everything at the door, and they can just focus on themselves for that hour, and, and that then can then pass on to their life as, as they go out of it, and I think that's the way I like to teach, is the fact that I want to then say to people, you know, that these things will benefit you in your life, and for women, I mean, any women of any age can practice yoga, and there's, there's benefits for menstrual issues, whether from puberty to menopause, there's bone density increased bone density if you practice for a long period of time which as women we all know that's a very important fact of getting older uh, greater mobility um also a great way to meet people a good community and it's also gives you that mental strength i think it gives you that ability to feel more empowered and that you can face anything and and you learn about your own body your own strengths your own weaknesses
0: but if I'm somebody, and I am really am describing uh, the kind of former me here, I'm the person who tried to do transcendental meditation in the 90s and was asked to leave after three classes because whilst everybody else was transcending, I was making a shopping list. <laughs> and the person walked round and noticed that, you know, I was there scribbling away. Um, I suppose I I might have a fear about hearing this, that I'm going to, you know zone out or lose myself, that I can't do it. How how do you help people with those busy
2: minds? Well, I think you accept that. That is normal. Our mind is designed to flip from one thing to the other. And it's very difficult to um, leave those thoughts at the door. Um, and I think it's the way um, I would expect that to happen to people and I I might just remind people in a class if we're if we're doing movement with breath for instance that they focus on the breath and don't be worried if your mind wanders off to oh I've got to go to Morrison's and get a slice of bread you know a loaf of bread sorry and you just think that is perfectly normal and I think that's the big mistake we all make we think we've got to be able to switch off completely and that's impossible you know I always say to people if they can switch off for five seconds two seconds doing well great so that's about making
0: it really accessible yeah. and you mentioned things like osteoporosis and helping bone density how, how exactly does yoga do that
2: because when we work with yoga, we take we use the body as leverage to build strength within the body itself. So we'll use a leg to, to build that strength within the body. And and we often think that if we take weight through the leg when it's straight or the arm when it's straight, you're actually building strength in the bones. And when you're working with the limbs bent, that's when you're building strength in the muscles. So because yoga is not doesn't just work the surface of the body, it works the body all the way down to the joints. This is how you, over time, you can increase that, that density because you, you've got that weight weight-bearing that when you are weight-bearing if you did a lot of walking you help your bone density so yoga is the same principle and if you look at most
0: yoga sites people will talk about core strength now i understand what core strength is having done yoga for years but to anybody listening who doesn't really understand what that means can you explain that to us
2: well most people think core strength they've got to have a six pack in the, in the belly and and that is actually not it it's the very deep muscles that actually support the, the the organs it supports the back the shoulders it it it's almost like I mean yoga we like to call it corset strength because it's actually that middle bit around the core that you build that strength in that can help support the rest of the body and that really helps in in what ways it helps in um, it maintaining your strength it it like for instance we do if we do work in the shoulders you work and build strength in the upper back which releases shoulder issues gives more flexibility in the shoulders which again is another area that can lead to neck pain if we're very tight in the shoulders so to actually be able to build that strength and use the muscles rather than the actual uh, joints to do the work then you're actually making the body work more economically. I tell you something and you'll probably
0: have had this with other people, but when I first started doing yoga in the nineties I grew by half an inch. Which actually when you're only five foot three now, um, and I was only five foot two and a half before <laughs> it was like, wow um you know because i was obviously holding my spine more straight do you find other people come to you and say things like that i
2: have a gentleman that's come to me and he's he's, um, a retired gentleman and he went to the doctors for a health check after been working with yoga and she did his height and she said to him have you got your shoes on he said, no, no, I'm in bare feet. <laughs> and she says, well, you're two inches taller. <laughs> and um, so she was, he said, it's because I do yoga. And she was so impressed. She fetched the doctor to check. <laughs> wow. And so, two inches. Yes, two inches taller because of his posture's improved.
1: Yeah. Well, I've actually, strangely enough, I've noticed that with uh, my husband, Paul, he, um, uh, He works away during the week a lot now, so so he's not been able to to get to classes with me. But there was a period of time where he and I used to go to Debs' class every week. And I could tell you, he came out of that class two inches taller than he went in. Mm. Simply because, through the process of doing the class, he realigned his posture and stood up straight. And so, well, you know, he actually was his full height as opposed to the height he normally is after having been sitting in his chair hunched over his computer all day.
0: It's amazing, isn't it? And particularly to go back to our earlier conversation about as you get older, you know, and I'll go back to that photo of my grandma's, you know, they kind of, it was almost like they'd slumped in on themselves. Mm. Mm. And often as people get older, they kind of start to adopt that posture. And of course, that brings other problems, doesn't it?
2: Well, it is because it, um, I mean, it's said that repetitive movements are the things that age us because we use the body in a repetitive way. And that's, I think, why yoga is so good, because we bring the body more into balance. So we'll move the body in the opposite way. For instance, we... Always close forwards, we bend down to pick things up, we we lean forwards over computers or whatever, driving for long periods of time. And yoga will open the body the opposite way, and it's not a natural movement, but because it brings that body back into alignment, as you mentioned, um, that it was just the fact that he's standing correctly, your husband is using the muscles he needs for his posture.
1: Yeah, uh, and what, what was interesting you know, because all the three of us I know June hasn't been on a horse certainly <laughs> not recently. Um but um but the three <laughs> of yes, us have absolutely. Um, have all ridden. Um I remember taking when I took up I mean I rode as a child. Didn't ride for many years when I went off to university and work and whatever came back to in my 30s. And my riding teacher could tell me from how I sat on the horse exactly where everything on my desk was really
0: that's was amazing spooky wow really spooky
1: but simply because of my posture on on the horse yeah it was reflecting tell, that, reflecting exactly how i sat in a chair at his desk where things were what i um and, and actually I, w- I would say it was the horse riding that actually then st- kicked off if you like for me again that whole um thing around posture and how you hold your body how you use your body and, and was one of the reasons why I I started to get into into yoga as well absolutely the same really I, mm. I went
0: away on a course in the 90s where they did a postural alignment check and I remember they had like a kind of a I don't I don't know how to explain it but it, 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 it showed if your sp- spine was straight or not mm. and mine was like going completely over to one side and I'd never really realized that and I'd been overcompensating which is why I always got pain in my left shoulder and they said you should really see a chiropractor and so I did and they said to me oh you've done years of horse riding and years of skiing (laughs) two things that have really done quite a lot of interesting damage to your body Mm. and so obviously you get fixed by a chiropractor or an osteopath but then it's like how do I maintain and take that forward? And that's exactly why I got into yoga. Yeah,
1: yeah. and actually another thing that, that just pops into my mind because it, it interested me was Liz. You were saying that you used to do a competitive horse riding. Yeah. Now, were you, was your competition more um, jumping or dressage?
2: Dressage
1: because mm, i think that also makes a difference yes because of I mean dressage you are in a completely yes. different alignment to you are if you're doing predominantly show jumping or eventing or absolutely um, and uh mm. and i think that can make a, a huge difference as a rider if you you know in terms of how you hold your body and how you hold your posture absolutely sorry i interjected You've no got- <laughs> that's really interesting and i and
2: i
0: think obviously maybe is that the case that a lot of the people who maybe come to you, I mean what sort of ages are they and have, have they had these issues in their past?
2: Yeah and and to be fair I mean if in a class like at the gym people don't always tell me these things right at the beginning but when I look around the room I can, I can have a good idea what sort of things they've done in their lives and, and then after a while they'll say oh well I'm having this problem or that problem and it is very common that um that people do do have these issues as they get older but not necessarily get older i have people in their 20s who because they sit all day they haven't got that flexibility and they they haven't got that muscle strength either which we need to support the body i think that's going to be a bit of an issue you know in later well
1: n- not such later life for children now isn't it when yeah. they're spending yeah. all of their yeah. time they're not kind of active like, yeah whatever
0: yeah whereas ours it was more you know doing your knees because you'd fallen out a tree or <laughs> yeah
2: yeah you never see a child in a tree these days <laughs> no do you? it's 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 just quite scary these um and and they can feel intimidated because they have i have ladies in the classes who are 60s 70s and so flexible because they practice yoga for years and they come in and and they they feel a bit intimidated sometimes and i just have to say you know it will happen you know it's practice practice that's all yeah. Well, I think what we'd like to do is maybe um, have another record in a
0: moment and then actually talk about what would somebody expect from a class? You know, how, and if they're scared about a class, maybe how would you, because I know you do one-on-one sessions and some of those are almost like, preparing somebody for a class or maybe taking it further from a class that would be really great mm. to know
1: well, I think we also have to t- uh, retreats workshops and we do other things to talk about
0: a very exciting new exciting
1: thing as well if I could turn back time which I, I guess is an almost possible cheesy link there because yoga can kind of do that to you really can't it can kind of turn back time a little bit make you fitter stronger Mm, absolutely and it fits
0: in with what we were talking about earlier so yeah back to liz and we were talking about what would somebody expect in a class how does a class work and if you're maybe new to it and you're feeling a bit intimidating what would you do to help
2: well i think for me my teaching style is that i work with people of all abilities um and my classes, I suppose, do work about building strength and flexibility, but I do like to be able to take people out of their life and just have them that hour for themselves. And I think with a class, I mean, basically, so it's a simple warm-up with a stronger practice, physical, and and then we we finish with a meditation at the end and a relaxation. But I always offer modifications, and if I can see that somebody's struggling, then I'll say, well, maybe have a go at this or approach it this way. See if that works for you so it's nothing to worry about is as when you if you've never been to a class before I mean I do teach one-on-ones as well and sometimes that is one of the questions I would like to get a little bit more confidence be- before I go into a class or if it's I work with somebody who's got a specific issue such as back pain and and or they're dealing with anxiety or stress and they they, they feel they might be a little bit overwhelmed if they went into a into a, a class themselves but Yes, it's it's nothing to be scared of if you work in a yoga class. And if if you have a teacher that you can trust, they will show you the way. Nothing to be worried about at all.
0: And if you're not going to a class at a gym where, you know, your membership's going to cover, or a health club where your membership will cover them providing you with a mat, etc. You said it was very low entry cost. What would somebody need to go out and get?
2: For their own, for their own practice, if they went to a private class, they'd buy their own mat. And well, you can be, pick those up for about ten pounds. You know, there's not a huge amount of money to invest and uh, once you've got them they tend to last for years and years and years so it, it's it's a very cheap investment and just comfortable clothes that and you're comfortable you're loose to. comfortable clothes a pair of joggers usually layers so as you get warm you can take them off and for relaxation i always say um when i work with my private classes we have a longer relaxation so i always say bring a blanket or something because when you're lying on the floor for about 20 minutes you can get a bit chilly so layers yeah, absolutely and what would so moving on from a
0: class what would happen in one of you you mentioned the workshop that I went to for for hip flexibility and and you've got another one coming up is that for back pain I think what would uh, no it's there? not the
2: other one is actually um for yoga and relaxation for stress and anxiety perfect and um so i'm doing that at the end of the month so i like to do my workshops around a theme and explore certain areas so it's it's great for people who want a little bit more information because you don't always get a chance to to do that on a, an hours class so how long is that it's, uh, it's, it's three hours we work three hours we have a coffee break in between <laughs> Of people often say, oh, my goodness, I couldn't do yoga for three hours. Uh, but it's it's not. I always build things in and I'll adapt it to whoever's in the room at the time. And this one particularly is a nice, gentle practice, plenty of meditation, relaxation and gentle movements.
0: And if you went up another one, because I know you do um, retreats, which I think is at Deb's retreat it is
2: Deb's in place, yeah. Valencia. Yeah. And you go for what a week is it or we five do five days? days we do five days out there, and I mean it's a beautiful place out there and it's as soon as you come through the gate, you feel completely relaxed and um, we always have a lot of fun and we we explore yoga more and we do different aspects we might do a little bit more breath work, we might do some meditation. You know, just group activities or... And if, but people always have the option. If they don't want to do all the yoga, they can sit by the pool, you know. So it's not like, oh, you must go to oh, no, four no, classes a day. No, no, or... you're not signed up for those classes. And if you feel that you've had enough that day, then that's
0: fine. And, and is your yoga retreat sort of all mung beans and, you know, sort of, you know, like crystallised water oh, dare or... I say.
2: Well, <laughs> it is mostly vegetarian, <laughs> but we do have a bit of fish. But, all um, well, nice, nice food um, and dare I say it, a bit of alcohol as well is allowed. So there we are. We always have a lot of fun. So you're um, definitely going the middle route rather oh, than yeah. it being something. Yeah, I'm sort not of out for fun. <laughs> I, I don't take it too seriously at all. Yeah.
0: And we were talking earlier because I said that I like a daily practice. What, what can you do to help people with that?
2: Well, in, in the new year, I'm actually working on a, a project at the moment where I'm starting to do some online classes in new year. I'm going to be offering a monthly subscription and um, I'm going to be building that so there'll be a, a class available on a, on a weekly basis. And what sort of investment will that be? Oh, it'll be £10 a month. Wow. So that you can practice it every day at home yes absolutely it'll be it'll be about now's practice that you can have a different one each week sounds excellent well we're nearly towards the end of girls around town
1: for this sunday but we've just got time to find out a little bit more from liz and rosaline about how we can get onto one of liz's classes or workshops <laughs> yeah
0: and um obviously liz we'd love to know where we can get hold of you and you'd have classes at some of the gyms you have Individual classes. You have classes that people can just turn up to. There's the workshop that we've talked about, the retreat. Although I think that looked like it was fully booked last yes, time I Yes, it is looked, fully booked. But presumably yeah. you'll do other ones. And then I am particularly interested to know about online. So please tell us.
2: Okay. Well, I've got my website, LizTaylorYoga dot com. Uh, get on there, and it's got all my classes list- listed. Um, And and the times and everything. I've got private classes that I worked in Gamston and West Bridgeford. Unfortunately, nothing in the Newark area. But um, I'm starting a new class in January, actually, in Radcliffe-on-Trent at the chiropractors on a Friday morning. So the details of that will be on there. So, uh, with this fabulous A46, it's not far to get from uh, Newark it's to very quick effect, on track. So, if anybody wanted any more details, they could contact me on there or, or email me listhaley84.hotmail.co.uk. eighty four at hotmail dot co dot uk. So all my details are out there with all my classes and workshops. I list them on there. My next workshop is um, the end of November, and that is yoga and relaxation for stress and anxiety. So if anybody's interested in that, give me a shout. I am. And they'll see me not being too bendy at the back. Yes, absolutely.
1: (laughs) Me too. Oh, good.
0: Okay, there you go. If you you almost want a Radio Newark day out, girls around town,
2: we're, we're there. And then in the new year, as I mentioned, I'm going to be working on online classes where A a, written event, sorry, to begin with, we are going to have just a weekly class of about an hour. And then another project I'm working with at the moment is called Daily Dose of Yoga, where I'm going to be working on a weekly, like a 12 week program of yoga to to build strength and flexibility. But in that, I will work a little bit more on building strength in certain areas, um, such as shoulders and hips and things like that. And so it, all the details will be on the website, so feel free to contact me.
0: If it's a daily dose, how long would you need to have every day? Well,
2: what I was thinking, I'm going to make them 15, 20 minutes, because so that's accessible. Effective. Yeah,
0: so that would be not Not day. an hour, Your every day, practice, no. Yeah. yeah, and then the weekly one online as well. Yeah. So how have you, because, you know, as a, as a businesswoman, I suppose, how have you managed to develop an online
2: course? Well, I've really trial and error, and I'm still at the trial and error stage. <laughs> to, to be fair, it's just something I love spreading the word of yoga, and, and I just feel that my business itself has just reached that point where I want to do a little bit more, and um, and it's it's just something that I'm going to have a go at. I might not enjoy it, but yeah, look good for to you.
1: It's always worth giving it a go, isn't it? Absolutely, and yes. I think that's the wonderful thing about our time of life. Bring yes. bringing us back to the kind of the uh, the hitting 50 bit is that at our time of life actually you can you can just give stuff a go absolutely. if it doesn't work move on
0: absolutely
1: and if it does work fantastic you've got a whole new lease of life well thank you liz that was
0: so interesting thank, thank you, you for having
1: me it was liz thank you and thank you rosalyn for coming and doing your well-being bit today loved it loved it so we're just about out of time now on girls around town we will be back next week though um with myself, Tina Bettison and Jim Rowlands and our guest next week will be Jackie Wilson and some of her team. They're setting up a new um, independent primary school in the Nottingham area and we'll be finding out all about that, plus about um, some of the other activities that they um, do with young children. So that's all coming up next week. In the meantime, stay tuned because Craig is coming up next with his Sunday lunch.